Hi guys, this is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time that you get to listen to this. Thank you so much for tuning in today and for staying with me in this Bible summary. Remember, if this podcast is good for you, it could also be good for someone else. So share the link on your socials as well. Today we'll be covering Numbers chapter 27, which is a chapter about daughters inheriting land of course this chapter is personal to me because i'm born into a family of girls only and there there i even say that i am the last born in a family of five girls so anyway let's read on and see what's happening i'll be reading word for word from the version that is called the message version and so keep yourself tuned let's do this so the daughters of zelophehad had showed up so let me just give you like context. So this is happening after the census has been done and God is instructing Moses um, on how he's going to divide the land once he get they get to the promised land. That the land should be given to the people. The more the number of people in this tribe, the more the inheritance they should give, they should get. So these daughters of a guy called Zeloth Hephard showed up at this point where Moses is actually uh, telling people what will happen. So they showed up and their father was the son of Hepha, son of Gilead's son, son of Gilead, son of Makir, son of Manasseh. They had come from the Manasseh, Manasseh, sorry, Manasseh tribe, belonging to the clans of Manasseh, son of Joseph. The daughters were Mahla, Noah, gosh, there was a lady called Noah. There was Hogla, Milka, and Tilza. Wow. <laughs> They came to the entrance of the tent of the meeting and they stood before Moses and Eliza, the priest, and before the leaders of the congregations and said, Our father died in the wilderness. He wasn't part of the Korah's rebel anti-God gang. He died on his, for his own sins and he left no sons. But why should our father's name die out, in, out from his clan just because he had no sons? So give us an inheritance among our father's relatives. So Moses brought the case to God and God ruled. The Zelophehad's daughters are right. Give them land as an inheritance among their father's relatives. Give them their father's inheritance. Then tell the people of Israel, if a man dies and leaves no son, give his inheritance to his daughters. And if he has no daughters, means he has basically no children, because if he has no sons and he has no daughters, means he has no children, give it to his brothers. And if he has no brothers, give it to his father's brothers, that means his uncles. If his father has no brothers, give it to the nearest relatives that can inherit that the inheritance stays in the family. This is a standard procedure for the people of Israel as commanded by God through Moses. Right? So that's the first part of that chapter. Then it says, God said to Moses, climb up into the Abari mountains and look over at the land that I'm giving the people of Israel. When you have had a good look, you'll be joined to your ancestors in the grave. Yes, you also along with Aaron, your brother, this goes back to the day when the congregation quarreled in the wilderness of Zin. And you did not honor me in the holy reverence before them in the matters of the water. The waters of Meribah at Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. You guys remember when there was no water and then the Israelites quarreled. And then um, God told 
Moses and Aaron to go and talk to a stone, but Moses hit the stone. This is what God is telling him that you'll climb to this mountain, you'll look over, you'll take a good look at, uh, at, the, at what I'm giving the Israelites, but please know that you will die on that mountain because of what you did during this time. So Moses responded to God, let God, the God of the spirits of everyone living, set a man over his community to lead them, to show the way ahead and bring them back home. So God's community will not be like sheep without a shepherd. God said to Moses, take Joshua, son of Nun, the spirit is in him, and place your hand on him. Stand him before Eliza the priest in front of the entire congregation and commission him with everyone watching. Pass your mag magistral authority over him so that the whole congregation of people of Israel will listen obediently to him. He is to consult with Eliza the priest who, using the oracle Orim, will prayerfully advise him in the presence of God. He will command the people of Israel, the entire community, in all their comings and goings. Moses followed God's orders. He took Joshua and took him before Eliza, the priest in front of the entire community, and he laid his hands on him and commissioned him following the procedures God had given Moses. So Moses is told, you'll go to that mountain over there, you will see everything that um, the Israel, the land that the Israelites are going to, to get, but you will die there. So Moses is like, but God, please just... Um, Raise another leader so that the Israelites are not like lost sheep. And God actually raises a, a leader who is Joshua. And then God asks uh, Moses to go and bless Joshua. And he does exactly that. But guys, Aish, let me go back to the ladies. The ladies, the ladies are my heroes, guys. Imagine with me the scene from this chapter. I don't know what ages the ladies were. And the Bible doesn't say, but most likely... Me, I'm feeling like they were unmarried. Otherwise, they would have inherited land from their husband's sides. These five daughters of Zeloth, Fairhad, boldly approached Moses, Eliza the priest, and the chiefs, and all the congregation at the tent of meeting. I mean, this was unheard of in this day and age. Women going before the male leadership to question the law of inheritance. Ah, it just did not happen. If you look back at Numbers chapter 26, you will see that God called Moses to take a census of the new generation of Israel who are about to enter the promised land. Within this list, you will find all the names of the males who are the heads of the tribes, the heads of the clans, and the heads of the family. The women were not numbered. It must have taken great courage and faith for the five daughters to approach Moses before all the congregation of Israel. And as a result of their stepping out in faith, out of their comfort zones, out of what culture dictated, they were given a portion just the same as the men. They, they not only gained an inheritance for themselves, but for all women in that situation and for generations to come. It is possible for your one step of faith and courage to be used by God to bend culture and to change the course of action for you for your family and for generations to come. Let me let me not get all political on you and not I'm not in support of any party, but do you realize that because of Mother Karoa's courage and that she, she has refused to give up on the dream of women becoming part of the leaders and decision makers in this country, that a young girl somewhere now can say, I want to be the vice president of this country when I grow up. It no longer seems impossible. 
and because of other women through courage who have gone on to become head of state they have gone on to become prime ministers they that dream no longer seems impossible they've opened that door not just for themselves not just for women but for women that are yet to even be born my question is what step of faith are you taking in this season or in your life man or woman that will change the course of action for you and for others that will come after you what step of faith are you taking as a man or a woman that will change the course of action for you that will change culture that will bend the rules in the favor of you and others that will come after you maybe be those who step out in faith way outside our comfort zones and watch god work through us despite our feeble selves for the benefit of all and for generations to come this is your girl wakeji kamore and this has been reflections by wakeji kamore